Welcome to The Hold Room with ACC, a quick update on all things relating to airport development as well as the Airport Consultants Council. This episode is part of a new passenger experience series hosted by ACC's Terminal and Facilities Committee. In this series, we are collecting the experiences and perspectives of different types of users of the airport passenger terminal including business travelers, leisure travelers, airport executives, airport, airline, TSA, and concession staff, and airport consultant staff, to name a few. For more information on this series and the hosts, go back and give the first episode a listen to. Many successful airports engage in broad and diverse outreach programs to their local communities. In this episode of The Hold Room, Jill Foster joins Laura and Max to talk about her involvement with such a program, the Traveler Advisory Committee, or the TAC, sponsored by Minneapolis-St. Paul International Airport. As an avid traveler, Jill shares what she brings to the TAC through her personal travel experiences, and she highlights how the TAC has helped influence policy and development at MSP. Welcome back to The Hold Room. Today we have Drenelle Foster joining us. Drenelle, would you like to tell us a little bit about yourself and what your role in the aviation industry is? Absolutely. Well, thank you for having me. I am by day um, Senior Diversity, Equity and Inclusion Consultant at a financial services company. I do a lot of travel for work, but I also am a leisure traveler. I travel personally and right up to the pandemic had a goal of traveling to 100 countries and got stopped short way through that. I also partner pretty closely with the Airport Travel Advisory Committee. Could you tell us a bit about your role on the Travel Advisory Committee? That's for MSP, is that correct? Yes. So probably for the last year and a half, I've been a member of the Travel Advisory Committee, and it's just been a fascinating group of individuals talking about travel experiences at MSP Airport, talking about their businesses and how it relates to travel, really just being a conduit, talking about the customer experience perspective. What are things that we've noticed, great experiences that we've had, maybe areas of opportunity, Maybe as we are traveling throughout the United States or elsewhere internationally, what are some of those great airport experiences and bringing back some of that knowledge and insight to the Travel Advisory Committee. And so it's been a very diverse group of individuals, just a lot of great insights and experiences as it relates to travel. Yeah, and I think that kind of plays into what we're talking about today, too. So you touched upon this a little bit already, but how has the pandemic affected you, either your job, travel experience, but then also what you were just talking about for the passenger experience throughout the airports that you've traveled at? Oh, gosh. (laughs) Well, let me go back to the first part of it. So the pandemic, it's definitely turned my world upside down. So I was traveling at least twice a month for work and obviously just everything coming to a stand, you know, no more traveling, working from home, somewhat isolated to a degree. But outside of that, personally, you know, I talked a little bit about this travel goal that I've had of giving to 100 countries and at a minimal, I would travel at least to one country every month while still having this corporate job. 
I've been at my organization for a number of years, have lots of vacation time, and I've just been this expert traveler, planner, solo adventurous individual, and everything's just come to a standstill. So that's been pretty difficult. However, when the airlines started to open back up, the world started to open back up, I actually started to travel a little bit more. And I was very calculated around which airline I was going to travel with. And I was really cautious around that experience on the airplane, social distancing, you know, who's closing out the middle seat, extra precautions with the cleaning and things like that. And I felt very comfortable traveling during the pandemic on domestic flights to go see my family out in Seattle, or maybe just taking a long weekend getaway, maybe going down to Florida or something like that, because we live here in the cold Minnesota weather. And so I've had the opportunity to do some traveling, which I've been so greatly appreciative for. But it's been definitely a big difference. Is everyone going to wear their mask on the flight? Is it going to be a challenging flight? All those different things are things that I hope that it's always a great travel experience. How many countries have you been to and what's the next one? 43. And what's so sad, I had a 30-day sabbatical in May 2020. I was hitting a milestone at my employer, also a year age, a milestone. And I was going to buy an around-the-world plane ticket and hit like 10, 11 countries and just nothing. It's a dream deferred is what I'm calling it. I travel solo. I travel with a carry-on, so I don't even check luggage anymore. I'm a big Delta loyalist, but a lot of times I am flying all these other airlines too. JetBlue, Legiant, you know, I will fly out of Terminal 2 and get to wherever the deal is because I travel on a budget as well. That's awesome. So what's the next one? Like, I mean, round the world trip sounds like maybe at some point in time, but if you could just one country, where's the next one? Right now, I would say the country that I missed out on, it was two. It was actually Spain and Morocco. Fly into Spain, do a regional airline into Morocco, go back to Spain, head home on Delta, something incredible like that. So you kind of started touching on some of the changes that you've seen, like blocking middle seats and enforcing social distancing and mass compliance. What are some other changes that you've seen since the pandemic has hit when you've gone through airports that you're excited about? Well, one, just the fact that travel is open up, you know, you could probably find some really super cheap deals. I'm also a frugal traveler if I'm doing my own personal traveling. I think the other thing, too, that I've seen is MSP Airport have new routes that they were introducing. I was really excited to see two airlines that came to MSP JetBlue, the Allegiance Airline, I'm actually going to be traveling with the Legions in just a couple of weeks here with one of the new routes that they have down in Asheville, North Carolina. So really looking forward to that. Also, there's lots of art installations throughout MSP Airport, which is pretty cool. I have not had the opportunity to see any of the live performances, so I have to make sure I catch one of those. But just there's been a lot of care thinking about the traveler experience. Someone sitting there for an hour layover, if they're there for maybe two hours, you know, that there's something to see and do while they're at the airport, which is great. You know, you tie in so nicely to all of our questions. I love it. If you could make one recommendation for a positive passenger experience, what would it be? It varies. What type of traveler are you? And what are the things that are most important? You know, the different amenities. If there was an easier way to navigate the airport, wherever you're at, would always be like the first thing that comes to mind. 
I think one thing that I already said was just that live entertainment. I think that would help with time flying by and de-stressing the traveler, if you will. So that's something that I think if every airport could do something around live entertainment where it makes sense. I think they're all doing a fantastic job and really most importantly, keeping everyone safe. I'm curious a bit more about your responsibility and your roles with the TAC. What type of influence do you think the TAC has in terms of MSP's management decisions or operational decisions? Oh, huge influencers. I love the fact that they do all their due diligence, really making sure that they have all the right stakeholders at the table as topics are being discussed, decisions are being made sharing, you know, here are some things that are trending right now. Here are some topics. These are things that are important for the traveler and the traveler experience today. And so I think it's a really great governing body, if you will, feet on the street that are very close to the traveler experience. I also think, too, just bringing in the various partners. Our last meeting, we had a really good discussion with a couple of our airline partners around what they're doing in response to the pandemic different strategies, initiatives that they're leading with to support their various organizations. And it's just fascinating bringing all those thought leaders together and being able to react to a real time crowd that have knowledge and expertise to offer perspectives. It's been really significant. And even just the year and a half that I've been a part of the group, I've learned just a tremendous amount about aviation and really most importantly, the customer experience, which has been really powerful. Yeah, speaking as someone who works in the aviation industry, it's very easy for us to get into a silo and speak the language, speak the vocabulary that everybody around us knows. And so we need those advisory groups that are comprised of members of the community, whether it's frequent travelers like yourself or representing the business interests of, say, concessionaires or airlines. So what are some examples of some specific changes that the TAC has been able to influence at MSP? There's so many different things that you could probably touch on that TAC has really helped to influence and get the right outcomes. One thing that comes to mind through the pandemic, we were talking about food and what food options. And, you know, I think everything got scaled back. Staffing's been a challenge. But like the contactless food delivery and some different efforts that are underway There's an app. It's called Grab. You can order your food. It could get delivered to you at your concourse, you know, wherever you are, or you can order in advance. So that's been something that's been really significant. It seems like every time that we get together, there's something new that's trending. And tech is already on top of it. A lot of times it's sharing information. Sometimes it's going to be us reacting to. There's opportunity for us to weigh in and maybe give a perspective as they're building out a strategy. You know, is there something else that maybe TAC hasn't thought of that should be on the table for consideration? But, you know, I think they're very forward thinking in their approach, caring for the safety of travelers, but really just trying to create a great travel experience at the end of the day. When we get together four or five times a year, it's just always super productive, great discussion, dialogue. There's just so much to talk about. It feels like the time just flies by. Are there any initiatives that you're able to share about that the TAC is currently thinking about? Or even you, like, are there things that you want to see discussed at the next TAC meeting? Coming up, trending topics, I think number one is still going to be on the pandemic. Getting through this current variant, if more will come, how are we going to prepare and just always stand on our toes. I think this is definitely going to be one of those longstanding agenda items, I guess. 
you know, what does the future of travel look like post-pandemic is going to be a really big topic as well. Looking forward to anything that I can do to help support the work that TAC is leading. I'm definitely here for that. That sounds like a great group of people and really influencing. So that's wonderful to hear. So from what you've seen from the tech, from your experience as a frequent traveler, what does a positive passenger experience mean to you? Positive passenger experience, what that means is obviously, can I get in and out, get to check in, get through security check, get to my gate terminal in a relatively decent amount of time? You know, obviously, I'm not talking about peak season, but outside of those times, just being able to have that consistent experience each and every time. There's not the long hold up. Technology is working the way that it's supposed to. Great customer service when you're going through the security check as best as you can, right? Grabbing a great meal or something before I board my flights. The restrooms are the way that they should be. And that I could sit and relax at my gate before I take this hour to three hour long flight. Just really having a very cool and mellow experience. That's kind of what I would describe as a positive travel experience. Almost like if you can get through the journey without really noticing anything. Yeah, absolutely. And it's almost kind of that same experience each and every time. Awesome. Janelle, thank you so much for joining us today. This has been such a fun conversation, and I feel like I've learned so much about the representation of the TAC. So thank you very much for joining us today. Well, thank you both. I really appreciate it. Thanks for joining us in The Hold Room for this special podcast series exploring the new passenger experience. You can find more from this series on the ACC Training Hub. That's training.acconline.org backslash the-hold-room or wherever you get your podcasts, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, etc. Follow us for more content from the Airport Consultants Council. You can support this podcast by leaving a rating or review and by telling your friends and colleagues about the podcast. Thanks again. Thanks again.